We get to be alive right now. We get to breathe in this present moment. We get to be with each other. We get to share knowledge. We get to grow and expand together and bring more availability to life on this planet. You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey, hey, ladies. Welcome to 2021. Oh my gosh. Happy New Year. Happy, happy, happy New Year to you. May your year be amazing as you. Oh my gosh. Who's not excited, right? I think we all are. (laughs) You know, and actually, before we jump in, I just want to say, Thank you so much for being in our tribe, for listening in and for supporting what we're up to here. Um, It it really means a lot. You know, we do this for you and it also feeds us. You know, it feeds me to hear feedback and see reviews and uh, get comments in my email box or on my Facebook page about things we've talked about on these episodes and and the things that are going on in the Facebook page and the offerings that I'm I'm putting out there. It's just, um, it reminds me that... Yes, I am absolutely on purpose and doing exactly what I came here to do. And we all need that. So I just, you know, appreciate it because I do hear from you often and um, it's it does my heart such good. And I also just am excited to be here in this new year with you. Um, You know, I know. I know we're happy that 2020 is over. Like that's obvious in most people's reality. And uh, if not everyone, right? And um, what I really want to bring home today is how can we ring in this new year and leave the past behind? So, you know, we commonly just keep reliving the same patterns over and over again. This is what I work with on my patient with my patients is helping them break those patterns on a subconscious level and on an energetic level so that they can expand into a new way of being on the world in the world. Right. And um, still, but still there's like so many of us here on the planet and even me, I, I still find myself um, reliving old storylines, right? I, I, for Christmas, I went home and, and was spent the Christmas with my mom and my stepdad. And I had to see my dad and my brother too, which was really great. But, um, I did that because it was my mom's first Christmas without her mother. And, um, it, it felt really, 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 really special to be able to, to be there for her in that way and, and celebrate the, best it's Christmas is her favorite holiday. So, you know, to be able to spend that time with her was just so sacred. And the, and in that, in that process, while I was there, I, my mom was just giving me all these things. She's cleaning out her house, you know, and ready to downsize a little bit. And, um, she's giving me all these things, all these little charms and things from my past and my grandmother's, um, birth certificate and some pieces of art that I had from when I was an, a teenager and I loved them and I forgot all about them. And so, you know, all this stuff came up and I, and I was really like, 
wow, look at all this past where I used to be and where I used to live, you know, and, and then, and then of course, you know, I've, I became a great observer during those times. At least I, I thought I was, <laughs> and, um, I, I was beginning to observe how, how she acts in her life and, and how I tend to act similarly because she's my mom, right? She's who I learned from. And there's so many things that I have grown out of as well. Like I, there was this one instance where I had, um, we were having Christmas dinner and she was making a traditional um, Southern uh, chicken and dumplings dish because Roger, my partner, has never had it and uh she really wanted him to have it and this was like my great grandmother's recipe it's been handed down and handed down now I personally don't eat chicken and dumplings because of the gluten uh and so I was a little bit in a in a like oh no what am I gonna do and she's making an eggnog cake and uh you know all these things that are not really in my diet ever and so I was just a little bit nervous about how am I gonna manage my food because I don't want to hurt her feelings right but then when it all came down to it I got to um I had this um Swerve makes this awesome if you don't know Swerve Swerve is um it's basically an erythritol sugar alcohol um, sweetener replacement. So I I use stevia as my number one go to. And if you haven't heard, Omica Organics is my fave. As a matter of fact, Omica has, uh, if you use my discount code, I think you get a 10% discount on that. So I'll put that in the notes. Um, But yeah, let me make a little note to do that. Omica. Um, Yeah, so what, uh, what Swerve is, is is another um, sugar alternative or sweetener alternative. And they have now these boxes, like a cake mix box that has it, all the ingredients in it. So I was thinking, well, I want to make something, but I, you know, I was going to have to buy the flour and buy the sweetener and buy all of the different ingredients. Right. But this made it so easy. So I just grabbed one of those boxes and I was going to make it at my brother's prior to going to my mom's, but I didn't have time to do that. So it was perfect because I got to bring it to my mom's and go, Oh, by the way, I had this, I was going to make it at Richie's, but you know what? I didn't have time to, so I'll make it today. Why not? I could feel there was a little bit of a, uh, why are you making your own food, you know, kind of thing, because she wants me to imbibe in in her offering. And, uh, but I I still stood up for myself in that. And I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna make this and just made it right. Well, my stepdad comes over and, and he's like, so how long did you basically, I don't remember what words he said, but basically, he was asking me how long did I diet down prior to coming so that I could eat what I wanted at Christmas. And my answer to him, I actually really didn't even understand the question. It was so foreign to me. I didn't even think that was what he was asking me. But when I finally figured I was like, oh, about my food. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Actually, I didn't at all because I don't do that anymore. Actually, I used to do that. And I got to have this conversation with my stepdad and my mom in the room. Like, it was huge, because no one really ever asked me why I eat the way that I do. They just get their feelings hurt that I don't eat their food, because how they serve their food is their love, right? And he asked, he's like, well, he didn't ask, I just offered because he asked how long did I diet down prior to going, right? And I was like, you know what, Jim, I don't, do that. You know, I used to in the past, I would have like what was called cheat days. And so I would do really good in the week. And then on one or two days on the weekend, I'd be like my cheat day. But then I started realizing, oh, wow, I don't want to cheat on myself. I don't want to do that. Let's have a free day. So it became weekends were free free days, right? 
And then I started to understand how different foods affect my body, my health, my mindset, my well-being. And um, I really got tired of feeling shitty. And so I just stopped eating the stuff that makes me feel shitty. I mean, that's just the essence of it. And I don't eat them. That's what I just, that's the life I live because I don't want to feel shitty. (laughs) I mean, it's just pretty, a no big no brainer for me because I don't like feeling bad. And I've felt really, really bad in the past. I've had chronic fatigue. I've had fibromyalgia where your body is in so much pain and it feels like it's not joint pain and it's not muscle pain. It's all over body pain as if your fascia is just cramping down in every inch of your body. And it's so painful. And then you just get so fatigued with the chronic fatigue that you can't think straight and you just want to go to sleep and, and you just feel purposeless and it's terrible. And, um, and so I, when I was explaining this to him, he had an aha moment, which was so beautiful. He was like, Oh, you know what you eating gluten and sugar is like me eating spicy Popeye's chicken with a beer. And apparently whenever he does that, he has a, he passes out, like he can have half of a beer with spicy pie pie's chicken and he passes out. So, um, it was really awesome. And I guess I'm just sharing that with you because, um, I want to just talk about how we can leave the past behind. Right. And, and I was very clear in that moment that, wow, I've hugely grown from who I used to be. And I'm grateful for who I used to be. And I'm grateful for the things that my family has taught me over the years and how that was raised. And, you know, we all have our own evolution in this lifetime. We all have our growth that we're bringing forth so that we can live the most purposeful life that we can possibly live, right? And so in order to do that, I had to break out of, just as everyone does, breaks out of the the uh, the shell of who we used to be and step into the the we the person we know ourselves to be right so I know I I see women all the time as patients and and you know many of them are like I know I have this strength within me I know I have the potential to heal within me I know I have the ability to lose this with this weight this extra weight within me I I know I have the ability but it just seems like I can't quite get there everything I do seems like a failure right so I, I hear this a lot. And what it often comes down to, there's lots to this story. Uh, you know, I work with my patients for year or years <laughs> to, to clear this stuff out. But, you know, often we're reliving old paradigms or we're reliving old storylines or belief systems or who we think we should be for those people we love that love us. And, um, and, and we don't have to do that is what I'm telling you. Okay, because what I came to realize when I was in Texas with my family is that, oh, you know what? They still love me. I'm not eating their food and they still love me. Wow. What do you know? I get to, I get to take care of myself and still be loved. Now, you know, that sounds, might sound a little, you know, elementary, but the reality is on some level, on a subconscious level, that program was still playing out in my head because I was so worried about how I was going to show up with my mom and her food, right? So um, yeah, so I really want to just like give you a couple of things, a couple of pointers or tips here that can help you move into 2021 with the confidence that you're leaving the past behind. You know, there's, there's always, I I figure as long as we're in the human body, there's always room for growth, right? There's always growth to be done. And uh, we get to choose to do that, or we don't have to, and we can be dragged through it, right? Um, But 
you know, why not let's like be conscious about this growth process so that we can love the bodies we're in so that we can feel fabulous in our clothes and our skin and so that we can feel like we're on purpose and we're living an inspired life and feel grace moving through every cell of our life, even through the challenges, right? No one ever said just because it's 2021, we get to take off our masks and everything's going to go back to quote unquote normal. That's really not not the guarantee or the storyline that's actually been put in place, um, although many of us think that it is because we're like, okay, 2020 is behind us. We're going to leave it in the dust and we're going to just like move forward from here. Well, if we're moving forward with the closing down 2020 without actually recognizing the growth opportunities from it, then we will continue to have those same growth opportunities represent themselves over and over and over again until we finally get it. You know, so if we're trying to bypass those growth opportunities, uh, pretty much a guarantee that you're going to see them again. So um, I highly encourage you to look back over your 2020. Um, like this, like right now, don't wait, just take some time, get your journal out, go through your calendar, look at your calendar and, and remember, oh, what did I do this? What actually happened in January and February and March and April and all the things, all the months, right, of the year. And, and just jot down one or two growth opportunities each month, if you will, and, and see how you've actually grown from them. You know, I had, I've had so many growth opportunities in 2020. And, um, you know, one of them being closing my practice, like closing my hands on practice was a huge growth opportunity. I could have the, the path was open where I could have just gone back into practice after I was, you know, could go treat again. Um, but I was very clearly guided and shown it was clear, like, as day <laughs> that I had a choice and I was at a choice point. I was at a fork in a road, you know, and that fork in the road was either go into your hands-on practice and put everything into that and build it up and do that or build your online platform, build your online community, really get this thing solidified that you've been trying to do for the last few years and have been spread so thin you haven't been able to put enough attention on it. And so, um, I, that's exactly what I, I was like, you know what, this is what I want, because this is what my vision is for my future. And um, I'm really excited to take this path, even though it's going to be very hard, because I don't, you know, this is all brand new, right? So, um, so it's a big growth point for me, a growth opportunity, right? Because I had to trust and have faith that I was, I was following the guidance, because I absolutely believe that spirit speaks through my intuition. And uh, that that was a clear guidance point for me. I was like, okay, let's do this. And then, then in that, right, we have to also trust that if spirit is guiding us in a direction, and we, we are also supported on that path, right? That's the direction you're going, you're going to have everything you need to make it happen, right? So, um, you know, it was it was a, a scary moment in my life. And plus, I actually was like, well, I'm just going to take this little tiny bit of money I have, and I'm going to throw it into this really high end coach that uh, can help me get to where I need to be that knows more than I do, because I'm floundering here. So, you know, another huge gross point, right? You know, I actually even got COVID. So getting COVID was a huge growth point. I was sick. I was sick for like a good two weeks with what would be a mild, or I'm sorry, a moderate to pretty significant flu. And for two weeks straight, I was sick. 
And it seemed like it wasn't getting better. And so I was like, um, okay, well, clearly, and, and with, with my experience, it was, um, it would actually felt like I went through, I went back, this might sound really, really strange, but it seemed like I went back through all of the quote unquote diagnoses I've had in the past bipolar manic depression, chronic fatigue syndrome, hypothyroid, digestive disorders, fibromyalgia. Like I went uh, migraine headaches. I went through all of it in a month. I had all of those things back to back in a month. And I was like, holy shit. So, you know, there was there was some some like, what is happening to me? Oh my gosh, is it gonna be like this forever? How am I ever gonna, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And so what actually happened was that I had a lot of time to sit and be still. And this was a huge growth point for me because my being still was even though I I pretty much have a a consistent practice, like I would sit down and do my chanting or my meditation or uh, a yoga practice or something. I was always doing something in the quote unquote spiritual world, if you will, um, just to kind of be tuned into my spiritual practice. But what I really got, because I had so much time to sit with COVID and I would sit there and I would say, okay, you know what? I know that everything is a gift in my life. And so what is the gift of this? I, I need clarity on what the gift is here. And I would ask that question over and over and over again. And I started getting so much information. It was just downloading like uh, a brand new program coming into a computer system, like download, 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 download. And I started realizing, wow, so many things, but primarily what for the sake of this conversation, um, I, I was realizing that my focus, my became my optic, if you will, my focus became my optic in my work. And my spiritual practice was kind of like the vegetables on the side, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And even though I was tuning into my spiritual practice on a pretty much regular daily basis, it wasn't the focus of my day. The focus of my day was on my work. And in that, I saw I was creating separation which is an illusion, but in my reality, in my physical reality and consciousness, I was creating separation from the all with the capital A, right? That, that the source of my beingness from which I came and from which creates through me as me on this planet, I was pretty, pretty disconnected from it really, because I was so focused on my work. So um, it's given me an opportunity to, um, among other things <laughs> I've learned, um, to really look at um, how I am sourcing my my production, my creativity. So before COVID, I was sourcing my creativity um, in an unconscious way and just by my mere uh, fortitude <laughs> to create. Um, and now I feel more that I am sourcing, f- I'm allowing creation to move through me so that what I create is foundationally based in my connection to God, 
And so, um, yeah, I hope that all makes sense. It's a little bit hard to explain and kind of confusing. Uh, the other things that came up for me during that, I'll just share this real quickly with you so you can chew on it for a minute. And I honestly, I haven't talked to anyone about this or heard anyone else talk talking about it. But um, what I saw very clearly is that I had a virus in my crown chakra. And, and then, I, and so when I was, cause I mean, if we think about it, right, what is coronavirus? It's a virus of the Corona and our Corona is our crown, which is if we go to the energetics, cause everything is consciousness, the crown chakra is the energetics of our crown and the virus is there. Right. And, and I could clearly see it, a virus in my crown chakra. I was like, wow, I'd never even thought about that as a possibility whoa, what a big thing to comprehend. And what does that mean for my life? And so I've been able to work on it. And, um, you know, that's, that's probably a whole nother podcast on its own, what's happening with that. So I'll leave it at that. If you want more information, reach out. I'm happy to have the conversation with you. It's a, it'll be an ongoing conversation, I'm sure. So the regardless, you know, I'm just sharing with you all these huge growth points for me this year. And there are so many more, right? Because I want to help maybe stimulate your mind to go back and go look at what is what has been your growth points the, over the last year and how are you growing from those challenges? And then what will you, how will you show up differently or what will you bring forth differently as a result of that growth? Like that's how transformation happens. And, you know, so many people are setting resolutions. I actually heard a statistic. I heard that 60% of people set resolutions and only 8% of those attain those goals. Now, um, you know, the other 40% who aren't setting the <laughs> resolutions, excuse me, are probably like, well, what's the freaking point, right? Because I know that I've been in the resolution failure group so many times, right? So um, I, when I was younger, I used to set resolutions. I don't now. Um, I set, I have intentions. I have, I, I have intentional living, which is pervades my life on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Um, at my birthday, I do have a moment where I'm like, oh, is there a redirect here I need to check in on? I also try to do that at the new moon. Um, you know, so there's different points throughout the year where I'm actually looking at this stuff, not just on January 1st anymore, but that used to be my thing, you know, oh, January 1st, I'm going to start going to the gym five times a week and I'm going to start eating, you know, clean or whatever the story was. It wasn't clean eating back then. That term didn't even, <laughs> didn't even exist, but you know, and then, you know, by week two, I was, I forgot if not sooner, I'd completely forgotten I was doing anything. I can't tell you how many different diet programs I had begun and within three to five days completely forgot I'd started anything new it was really terrible I mean it felt made me completely feel like a failure and um, what I finally figured out is how not to do that <laughs> so you know um, I really want to share that with people and so I've actually created this new program it's going to start on January 18th it's only seven days so if uh, this sounds interesting to you you know hop on in it's called new year new you wellness reset. So it's going to be seven days of so much fun. I'm going to be there every day with you for seven days straight on a Facebook live, giving you guidance and support and accountability. Uh, there's going to be a Facebook group with other people on the path with you to support you as well. Uh, you're going to get dietary recommendations based on the whole 30. There's lifestyle and exercise recommendations specifically for winter. Uh, the dietary recommendations are kind of winterized as well, because what we do in the summer, how we eat, if we're, you can't expect to do the same thing in winter 
that you did in the spring and summer, as in, you know, the same detox, the same cleanse, the same diet, the same exercise routine, and expect to get the same results. It doesn't work like that. Our, our, our bodies are aligned with nature, which is seasonal. And so this program is going to really be focused on the winter aspect of how to, how to m- create greater wellness through the winter. And, um, you know, I have some winter weight loss hacks that a lot of people are going to be really interested in right now because I've been hearing people complaining about how they're feeling about their bodies. Uh, You'll also receive a nutrition analysis graph, which is actually a $300 graph that I'm gifting you in this program that I give all my patients multiple times throughout their care so that I can see how their organ systems are functioning. And I'm gifting this to you because I want you to know how your organ systems are functioning so that... Um, when you do the seven day reset, the wellness reset, that you'll be able to actually tailor the work towards what your body needs. So it'll show you if your thyroid's out of balance, if your digestive system's out of balance, if your cardiovascular system is out of balance, your nervous system, uh, your hormonal system, all different kinds of things like that. So if you can actually tailor how you diet and how you exercise in your lifestyle routine around what your body actually needs, it's really, really beautiful. Um, there'll be mindset strategies. There'll be all different kinds of fun things. Um, and it's only $27. Like seriously, <laughs> please just do this for yourself so that you can begin to harness your power in such a way so that you don't have to show up or feel like you're in the resolution failure group like I did. Okay. So I'm really excited because I found my way out and you have the ability to do that too. And I am here for you. So, okay, moving on. All right. So we're talking about how to ring in 2021 and leave the past behind. So there's a few things that um, we've already talked about. So one is see your challenges as gifts, right? So again, go back to 2020 and go, what were my challenges? How are they gifts? And then from there, find gratitude for them, like really deep gratitude for them. Like, man, that was really hard. And I'm so grateful, right? I tell you, I, I tell people all the time, I would never change my story, my history. All right. I would never go back and say, I wish I never had bipolar because it made me who I am today. And I'm so grateful for that because I can help people in, in ways that I would never be able to otherwise, right? So find the gratitude for your challenges. And then what I want you to do is I want you to just sit with your breath and close your eyes and and feel what it might feel like. And this term, this might not, this might not resonate with your analytical mind, but just feel this, let drop into your heart for a second and open to a newness within your heart. And I would recommend doing that multiple times throughout the day. If you can't manage that, just do it in the mornings. Like I'm opening to newness within my heart. Spirit, what would you like me to be and show up as and do and create for you today or as you today, right? And then once we open to a newness within our heart, then become the observer of your experience, Become the observer of your experience. I think we we all do this to some degree, especially the people who listen in on this podcast because we are kind of, um, we're, you know, we've, we've done a lot of our own work, right? And, and I don't, don't think it's bad to remind people <laughs> to become the observer of your experience because I get caught up too in my day-to-day, right? And I've kind of been like noticing, I'm trying to take a breath, like noticing when I'm putting something in the garbage can, can I take a deep breath? And be present with this very moment right here and notice what's going on in my mind and 
calm the chatter if necessary or address whatever's being coming up or if it's a fear or worry or something like that, just noticing it, recognizing it, accepting it, saying I love you to myself and and letting it go if that's what needs to be done, right? Sometimes we need to face those problems and, and work on them, um, but then you can do that. Um, but, you know, I actually, I had a patient uh, a couple of days ago, or not a couple of days ago, I guess, yeah, I guess it was a couple of days ago. And um, she was really, like, really upset. Like, I'm like, what's your biggest challenge, right? Because that's a common common question I ask everyone, what's, what's, what's challenging you right now? And she was just really broken because her, she has a a girlfriend who they've been really great friends for a long time. And, and her girlfriend just isn't showing up in the way that she wanted her to, like she wanted the relationship to continue in the way it's always been. But her friend has been kind of like flighty and not calling her back and saying she wants to do stuff, but not doing stuff, you know, that kind of thing. And so she was, she was, she was upset about this, right? And that's totally understandable because when we have love for someone and we've had this particular way of relating, then we don't expect it to change. And when it does, it, it, it can be hurtful a little bit, right? But, you know, at, we went through some coaching and I helped her finally get to this realization that she had been attached to her feelings of how her friend should be showing up rather than finding joy in the relationship itself or what it is. And there was like a, a need. She was, she was, what was it? Let me see how that go. Um, there was an attachment to and a need for her friend to show up a certain way, to be a certain kind of friend in her life. And what was happening is that was all she could focus on. And then she was like, not allowing anything else to come in. And, and, you know, what we, what we chatted about was, you know, everything is energy, right? Everything is energy and energy moves, energy shifts, energy changes. And so whenever there's a shift in someone's energetics and in this girl that I've been seeing, she's been seeing me for a while now and she's doing a lot of inner work. And so she's changing, she's changing really fast and it's beautiful to watch. But what happens when we change and not everyone in our life is changing in the in the way or the direction or the speed that we're changing, then there becomes a, an imbalance in the relationship because the relationship can no longer be the way it was because we're no longer the person that we were. We're a new being. We're a new frequency of energy. And so we're calling in as a new frequency of energy, we're calling in people who can meet us there, Right. But when we put our focus and attention on people who aren't meeting us there because we think they should, we close down our ability to, to evolve our frequency even more and to grow. So um, what I think she came to a, an affirmation that was something like, I am available to new and powerful women coming into my life. And, and then I talked to her yesterday and she was like, you know what? I already have a, a date with a, a new girl who's coming into my life. So, you know, it happens that quickly. Whenever we can open to a newness within our heart and become the observer of our experience and we can like begin to shift ourselves in real time rather than waiting till we're in some kind of funky place and going, what happened? How did I get off track here? Why do I feel shitty, right? (laughs) Then we can like really begin to control and call in what we want in our life. And then as uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith says, hold sacred your soul's romance 
with the infinite. Hold sacred your soul's romance with the infinite. There's such beauty in his words. I, I love him so much. And I tell you what, I've been leaning on uh, Reverend Michael for a lot in the several past several months because it's been so helpful in this time of confusion and upheaval and transformation and doubt, right? And uncertainty and all the things. And so if you don't know about his work, you can go to agapelive.com, A-G-A-P-E live.com. I will also put that in the show notes so you can access it. But he does a sermon every Sunday and a meditation every Sunday. And they have so many things on there that I did it. Actually, I did a laughter yoga class yesterday. It was my first one. Have you ever done that? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I was a little bit nervous, first of all, because I feel like I'll have to fake laugh and I don't want to do that in front of people. And, I, <laughs> and but I did it anyway, because I'm, I really want to be able to access my joy more, right? And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try this laughter yoga class. This is probably silly, but whatever. And it was amazing. I'm telling you, it was actually really good. I felt a little weird, especially in the beginning, because I'm like, what is this? And, um, and it, it's not just laughing. Um, luckily, the teacher is really funny, and he makes you laugh. And then you laugh and then he has you do silly things that make you laugh and then you're just laughing so um you know by the end of the class I felt so much lighter and and um uplifted if you will and and it was it was fun I I didn't I can't say I was like ooh, I'm all juiced up about that and I'm so glad I'm glad I did it but it's not like I have to I don't know It, it wasn't it was a challenge but it was really healthy. It was a very healthy challenge, if that makes any sense. And so I'm going to, I'm going to do it again, even though I'm not like all jazzed about it, I'm going to do it again, because I want to give myself that opportunity to make space for more joy in my life. And, uh, and I think that's great. And I'm just sharing that with you, because uh, he does that class once a month, and it's free, and it's on the agapelive.com website. So go to their calendar and check all their stuff out. There's grief support groups, there's so many things. Uh, Yeah, so just imbibe as much as you possibly can. Um, but you know, let's chat for re- one real quick, quick second here. I mean, what does it actually mean to hold sacred your soul's romance with the infinite? Like, what does that even mean? Right? <laughs> um, you know, when, the more I sit with that and be with that, I'm like, how do I hold sacred my soul's romance with the infinite? Like, oh my gosh, there's this whole level of love going on in the back, in, in the behind the scenes here from soul, soul to infinite, infinite to soul love that is happening because there's a, from what he says here, hold sacred your soul's romance with the infinite. The soul is in, in sacred love with the infinite as, as we, we, we fall in love with a partner, with somebody that we meet and a friend or a relative. And then we're like, so in love with them, but, but our soul is so in love with the infinite, right? And the infinite so in love with the soul. And how do we hold that sacred? And you know, the, the only way I, I really can find that is in stillness like really getting still. Another gift of COVID, thank you, by the way. (laughs) Be still. Be still and listen. Listen beyond your ears. Allow newness. The recognition of yourself is a beautiful spark of creation, not separate from it but spirit expressing through you as you be still and listen. And then giving thanks 
for this blessing of being alive today. Like we get to be alive right now. We get to breathe in this present moment. We get to be with each other. We get to share knowledge. We get to grow and expand together and bring more availability to life on this planet. And that's, that's something to be so grateful for and cherish, right? So take that gift with all its challenges and love all of it like you've never loved before. And, you know, even as I say that again, I'm like, wow, what does that even mean? Right? What does it even mean to, I can love all of it. Like I can find love for all the things in my life and all the experiences. And sometimes in the moment when I'm challenged, I'm not like, oh, I love this. No, <laughs> it takes me a minute. <laughs> I'm still human, right? <laughs> but I do, I do totally believe to my core that it's all a gift and it's all life and it's all creation. And it's all spirit or God or whatever you call it, like expressing on this planet. And there is a divine order and a divine plan. And we are a part of that. And I am grateful, right? Um, but then to the other piece around love like you've never loved before. Now we hear this in songs, right? But if we sit with that in meditation, like I would totally invite you to do that. What does it mean just to love? If I had a dial and my love dial was on and it goes from zero to a hundred and my love dial is on 80, what would it feel like to turn it up to 82? What would it feel like to turn it up to 83? Could I even imagine what it would be like to be at 100? I don't know that I can, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to, in my own practice, I'm going to work with that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn my love dial up just a little bit more for this present moment. I'm going to see if I can laugh and bring some more joy into my life in this present moment, right? Uh, I'm not saying this is always easy because I, I have, I'm, this is a practice for me, right? It's a practice. So I'm just giving you as an invitation, a few things that you can do in this year to bring forth your best in 2021 with, and leaving the past behind for good, not bypassing it, but actually being grateful for all the gifts that came from it and moving into 2021 for the, from the most empowered place. So I look forward to continuing our conversations in this new year. And if you have comments or questions, reach out. You know, I'd really love to be in direct communion with you. Uh, if you want to have a little bit more connection, you can certainly join our Facebook group. Turn Your Soul On uh, Facebook group is a private Facebook group, completely free. Uh, if you have a friend who needs to hear these words, please share this episode and spread the love. And just a quick reminder before we go, go ahead and get registered for the New Year, New You Wellness Reset. It begins on the 18th of January. And and let's, and you know, this will just be a spark to help you unfold into the you that you know yourself to be. So thank you. Namaste. Amen. And so it is. Mwah. Thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, 
and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.